Hey everyone, welcome back to the Backline Soccer Podcast. I'm Ian. I'm Michael. This is Max Beard Butt Balls and Back Torres. What the fuck? Now that that's over, uh, <laughs> we can get you into uh, what we're going to be covering in the show today. So, um, in the program, yeah, in the program, <laughs> and we're actually finally recording after having what was an hour of uh, audio, an input, hour and a half, an actually. hour and a half of audio input trouble, uh, but we got it figured out. So today's show is going to look like a quick kit check. Uh, Max, you have a pretty sweet one on today, so I can't wait to hear all about it. <laughs> oh, dude, um, I how, do. our, how our last week was, and then we're going to get into an overview of mm-hmm. Match Week 9 results. We're going to do our um, MLS Stadium rankings. <laughs> Put your shirt on, dude. <laughs> Please. That was my kit. San Jose. Earthquake fans. I don't get it. They uh, always go shirtless. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we're going to do our MLS stadium ranking. So each of us are going to go around and uh, list our three favorite MLS stadiums. And then we'll close you guys out. So if you guys want to just jump right into it, uh, I'll kick us off with the kit check. I am wearing the Seattle Sounders 2015 and 2016 away it's white aka the cursed kit bad luck the cursed kit um even though it's definitely one of the best after the black and green one i would say I like the black um, and pink personally but yeah black and pink's nice too but uh, i got dempsey on the back i think i got this for my birthday one year um yeah i think it was my first like sounders jersey maybe it's a solid first one yeah for it? sure i think so um, but yeah, it's white. It's got the green um, stripes on the shoulder. Xbox sponsor. Miss it. Xbox. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the best description I could give you guys of the one I that's have right. on. So, Michael, what you got on? I got the Hamburg 2013-2014 mm. home shirt mm-hmm. from forever ago. I think they're still in the second Bundesliga. I love it. It's one of my mystery kits. Probably one of my favorite ones, to be honest. The classic white with the red and blue trim. Yeah. Michael's big, like, underground. Like, when we did the draft, all his underground, underground. picks. Obscure. <laughs> obscure picks. Obscure. Yeah. He's probably on Datpiff. Probably still. <laughs> probably still. still. The yeah. fuck is Datpiff? Or um, YouTube to MP3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That was so fun to use. I got, uh, like, caught doing what, that. Did you really? I got, like, an email that was, like... Yeah, that was saying, like, don't ever do this again. And I can't remember. I think it was from Comcast because that's, that's who my Wi-Fi provider mm. was at the time. Damn. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I've never heard of that happening to anybody. I know, Especially right? with the YouTube MV3. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Max, uh, do you want to, like, you, you're not wearing a jersey today, but do you want to, like, talk about one of your my favorites? My shirtless? Or... Why I'm shirtless? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm wearing the jersey of uh, the San Jose Earthquake fans. Okay. It's their home or away? It's their home. No, okay. away. Okay, that's right. It's their away. <laughs> um, you know. Yeah. Just love the color. Mm. For context, there's a lot of hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm actually wearing a pair of the three-quarter pants from oh, yeah. Sounders. You do have them. I don't know. It's a, it's a trialist. Six, number 61 or an academy guy yeah maybe. but um do, do you want to explain to the listeners how we as a group get our hands on like match oh, worn yeah. and practice worn garage sale baby really quick yeah we go to this thing it's for season ticket holders um at the end of the year they have a, a at the last game we always go to the appreciation for an appreciation but yep. it's it's called a garage sale you go over there you pay fucking what like a hundred bucks and you get a whole 
bag of oh gear, basically. God. So much. That's stuff. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really fun. Yeah. But that's how I got these. Yeah. These I've got a couple. I've got Will Bruins practice shorts yeah. from a couple of years ago, and I have. Jones. Oh, that'd be nice. Game shorts from the black and pink. Those ones are cool. Kit, yeah. Those are cool. I just have too much. Yeah, you do have a lot. You got all the socks. All the socks. You have so many socks. (laughs) Yeah. A couple keeper kits. Yeah. Well, Max, not to make you... uh, Oh, yeah. That's another one. Not to make you relive your week that was, but you don't have to go too much into it, but how have you been? Tired. (laughs) <laughs> just a big deep just breath a, uh, <laughs> fucking tired dude alright life yeah. sucks oh it doesn't suck it, it's hard it could be you're hard. going through a rough time. it could be hard at yeah. times yeah, yeah. But, but what about it, you Michael yeah cause it wasn't too bad it's my first week back to work in mm. three months your little Christian store my little Christian store <laughs> praise Jeebus praise Jeebus uh, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> crisps <laughs> <laughs> other than that it's been good you know Sounders won City won twice so I mean I'll take it yeah how about you Ian yeah pretty good same old same old um trying to think happy to see the Sounders win after the terrible loss we don't talk about that last week yep yeah, we're gonna forget about it um but yeah nothing too new went and saw some live music on Friday at Dublin Pub by the old house. Um, oh, Dublin Pub? Yeah, you remember Dublin Pub? Holy shit, I only went there once, but I yeah. always drove by. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's, it's with no windows. windows. Yeah, yeah. No it's windows. A, it's a classic, like, Strip club bar. type type. Yeah, yeah. But there was, um, there was a singer from Nashville who was in town. I don't know if she had, like, an actual show she was doing out here this weekend, but she came to Dublin Pub, like... That's cool. Actually, country really cool. singer which i'm not really into country music but be fun to see live that's still yeah. fun yeah I can imagine. Cool. played some pool um shot know. some fucking pool yeah shot some pool you know you how'd know. the baby do with pool <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah I, I made him stay home for that one <laughs> um, how'd the baby do with pool <laughs> beat the shit out of him at it dude yeah. he didn't even score a single point yeah <laughs> knocking balls in left yeah right. <laughs> um but yeah that's pretty much it with me um, anything else you guys want to add before we take a quick break? Mm, no. I'm good. All right. We'll be right back. All righty. We're going to talk you guys through the Sounders versus Minnesota. Minnesota. As Michael Minnesota. likes to say. <laughs> uh, it was a 1-0 victory for the Sounders. It was a, I would say it was a pretty good game. I had a unique experience with it because I listened to it on the radio. How was that? It was good. Um, I don't remember the color commentator's name, but the more like analyst side of things was Steve Zakawani. Um, and they they were great together. They played off Is each Keller other really still well. Fucking... Um, I don't know. That's I don't annoying. know. I haven't he, heard his voice in a while. There's a lot of um, La Liga games for ESPN. What? Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. The I've been fuck? watching some La Liga, and he's with Alexei Lawless or something. What? I don't know. <laughs> Pull that out of your ass. Yeah, no. Well, no, uh, Keller's yeah. not a great commentator, in my opinion. I think he has like good experiences to speak from because he played at a lot of different. But he's also just kind of boring. He's very levels. dull. Yeah, he is. His voice is a little monotone. He says like, the dumbest shit sometimes. He's almost well, as bad as so Michael Owen. <laughs> Well, I'm not an announcer, though. You still That's true. To say dumb shit, and but <laughs> it's my own. It's our own podcast. No, I'm just talking about in everyday life. That's true. <laughs> exactly. I'm the wild um, card, baby. Let's go, wild card, baby. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Um, it was one of those games where, for me, it was like the Sounders just need the goal, and they should be able to hold a one goal lead. Mm-hmm. They never. Minnesota never really felt like they were going to do no. too much. Maybe a little after the after halftime, but yeah. not much after that. Yeah, yeah. They were definitely better in the second half. Um, and the goal for the Sounders didn't even come till the second half. Mm. So they didn't come late to the second yeah, half, like the game, 80th minute. The game took a while to like get rolling. Um, 
I don't know. Who was your who's your top performer of the first half, would you say, Michael? For me, JP stood out like yeah. he always does, obviously. Mm, but he didn't have too good of a game against Portland. Okay, well that's different. We don't, we don't talk <laughs> about that game. <laughs> um wait, was stand out good or stand out bad? In a good way. Or bad. Whatever. Bad was rolled on. I have my shit to say about him, but that's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. But good, I definitely feel like JP and Vargas, that combo, yeah. especially like as we go on during the season, is going to get so much better. Surprised mm-hmm. you didn't say Ro. Ro he actually had a good bl- game. He blended in, mm. which, well, look, I, you know, we didn't really hear his name too much, which is yeah. a good thing, when you're, especially when you're playing in a defensive position. Yeah. You mm-hmm. don't really want to hear those people's names too much because <laughs> they either scored on a set piece or messed up real yeah. bad. Um, what about what about for you guys, Max? What do you think? Uh, I didn't really watch much of That's it. That's true. Yeah, but first half, I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of a boring first. It was. Half. It was really slow. Mm-hmm. Kind of just back and forth in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't tell you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought. Um, I mean, just overall, not necessarily the first half. Overall, I think the the defense. Maybe other than rolled on, we'll let you air your grievances in a little bit, Michael. <laughs> but it was nice to see that bounce back, get the shutout, get mm-hmm. the confidence back. A one nil shutout win will mm-hmm. almost completely erase the memory of the four one. Oh, one thousand percent. And Minnesota is a good team. I think they're decent. I think they're, they're decent, decent yeah. and it's a, it's a good win. Yeah. Um, it was the fucking we were just saying this yesterday that they were just know how to fucking. They just, that's the one game they, they want to play all year. Yeah. And then the rest of them, they don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, okay. Yeah, they'll get up for that. Little that brother derby, move right there. Sure. Little step brother. You're never going to win in this game ever. <laughs> okay. You never had the makings to be a varsity athlete. <laughs> Wait, you're talking to me? <laughs> it's a quote from The Sopranos. Oh, what does that mean? Like, you didn't have the makings to be a varsity athlete. Like, you just didn't have the stuff. Are you talking about the Timbers? Never mind. Oh, we're, okay. we're yeah, I'm on. lost too. We're you got on. me lost. Um. Anyways, so, yeah. Overall, boring game. Rusnak's goal was great. Or Fantastic. Rusnak. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Rusnak. Sorry. My bad, Albert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I needed to see some more celebration out of him. That might not be his personality. I want to see him fucking... Dempsey jump. I would love I to see to... that from everybody, but that's not him. Yeah, oh, dude, I need more out of him. Not really Come on, his personality. Be more aggressive with that. The way he—that's the way he plays too. He's pretty like calm, cool, calm, collected. He's that He's way at RSL ball. too. Like, yeah, great player. I'm so I'm so happy we have him, and hopefully he can build off that and kind of break out this season. I hope so. I want yeah. to see like because before when he's at RSL, he's always hitting like well, now he has ten JP. goals, ten assists. Yeah, now he has JP. Well, yeah, that's, that's that was a big, big that was a huge thing for him last year. I feel component. like yeah, it made him better having mm-hmm. him around. Yeah, definitely. They, they yeah, did they, really well they, together. Yeah, he Rusnak missed JP last. Oh, year. Oh, one thousand percent. Um. Okay, Michael. Let's let's hear what you got to say about uh, Alex Roldan because this is. I, I feel like between our group, we're always. We're always I'm, debating on. I'm the guy. only one who like hates him for whatever reason. I mean, mm-hmm. so let me rephrase that. I don't hate Alex Roldan. I think he is a good player. He's just not a fullback. Like he's not a traditional fullback. He's not going to put in the defensive work or not. Or he's going to try, but it's not going to be very good. College center mid. He played center mid. Oh. And he did not do well when the Sounders tried playing him in center mid. Be good. I think he could be good, like a roll down position. I, I think he'd be better on the wing. Personally, or you said if we play like a three in the back system, I think he's more yeah. versatile than we think. He can be, but he's can't, he's not defense. He doesn't have any defensive capabilities. Like when I felt like during that game, during the Minnesota Minnesota game, Minnesota, a lot of the times, right. a lot of times <laughs> on the wing because we had two players who are not aren't natural Track, fullbacks. They're not really tracking back. Yeah, and I noticed that Alex rolled on quite a bit, especially in the, even the Timbers game. He was pushed so high up that I was leaving that right hand side just wide open. That's my only. Um, that's my main gripe with him. He puts in the work. He comes back on defense, but do you think that that's just him not playing the position well, or do you think that's an instruction? Sometimes I can't tell. Like depends on the game. There's some games where I feel like I can tell where Schmetz is like 
telling him stay high, stay high, yeah, play those passes with your brother. But whenever it's when Christian isn't on the field, there's like no cohesion on the right hand side. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's just like the relationship between him and whoever else is playing there when it's not his brother. It's just like it and something's uh, off. It yeah, exposes. The, I think so. Yeah, the I think you're right. Chemistry. Because I've seen him put in some pretty good shifts defensively. I don't think he's incapable. Um, that's why I asked, like, do you think it's instruction or do you think he's just doing a bad job? <laughs> it's a bit of both. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, that totally could be it. Um, and I, there's some there's some stuff I want to get off my chest, too, about this team. One player in particular. What team? Sounders. Sounders. Oh, I think, okay. Well, I thought you the way you, you say want. that, you act like you're talking about this team, Minnesota. Fuck them or something like that, you know? No, 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 no. Sounds like it's coming from a no. from the heart. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'll give you more context next time. But do we need to think about moving on from Raul Reed? Absolutely. Reed Diaz? Well, I would say absolutely. <laughs> Max, I'm, I'm letting you take to, this one. About Max, what do you got to say? I think go there. I've been. I've told you about this before. I've mentioned it to Ian before um I think that the injuries have been such a fucking problem such a problem and not and I think I was and I'd like to take credit for it because he was fucking getting injured all the time the last two years and then I'd be like are you fucking kidding me again and then I look at the training staff and I'm like what the fuck is going on over there that's causing this like it's getting to the point where and I, I know it's really tough in sports to find this out. And I'm going to segue into another thing. But, like, it's fucking, like, really weird when we have a game and then there's no talk of any kind of injury. And then the day they get the game happens, oh, this guy tore his ACL, like, two days ago. We didn't say anything until last minute. And so it's making me question the training staff, especially with Raul, because he's always injured. And it's always his hamstrings. And he's getting older. So, like, I think that, uh, you know, he's obviously going to still be on the team and do all that stuff, but we shouldn't prioritize him anymore at this point. It's just Um, getting so fucking annoying. I hate to say it, but I'm starting to feel the same way. And um, as a Manchester United fan, it's the same thing with Tony Martial. Like, he – it's just like you have to stop and ask the question, can we rely on this guy for goals? Mm -hmm. The answer with both of those guys, unfortunately, at this point is, is a no. no. Yeah, it's a big fat no. So it's time, I think, to after maybe after the season, unless there's a big turnaround, Donato. cut ties. You know, either like tell him, hey, you're going to take more of a back seat, or we can shop you. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think but, he would accept like lowering from a DP status and just being like? I don't think so because we think don't he, know though. I think, but I, okay. Well, then here's my opinion on it. I think he's too competitive to accept that, which mm-hmm. is I'm fine with that. Like yeah. I get that. Yeah. But then you got to be okay with. All right. Well, then you're gonna like take a back seat until you move on, mm-hmm. or just he's just gonna move on. But I just think it's just. It's unfortunate to say, but I'm um, uh, on the other side now where I'm like, okay, we can't rely on this mm-hmm. guy anymore. He's just going to get hurt. Like, he's well, going to play two, three games, he's going to get hurt. Then he'll let's play a game this. and he'll like, get hurt. What if, what if they can figure out what is going on with him? Because they don't – that's that's the like whole that crazy ha- part that about it. That happened by now. That's if what it, has, it should have happened. I'm like, how the fuck do you not know what's wrong with this guy? It's been two years. I think it's you have a point when you're talking – I know, and I think that's where I got to – He's yeah. up. But it's just like, if they were to figure out what is going on, yeah. maybe it'll be all right. Do you think it could be the turf? No. No, it's not that simple, no. unfortunately. Like, I think it's really nuanced. Mm-hmm. I think, like, people, and I'm not going after you, but I think no, people yeah. go, who go after turf for injuries, are, it's like, really? Like, yeah. I mean, I mean there the is some research. Injuries happen on grass. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So... Um, no, I think it's like a mixture. I think like, I think maybe he like maybe he's overdoing it or something. I don't know. No, well, the I, thing is like with the with him especially because we talked after the after the game against the Timbers, we talked to Schmetz about it. He is on a basically time he on time restraint every single match, sixty minutes, and that's it. Well, yeah, because he doesn't have 
fitness. That's what he's always mm-hmm. fucking. He's always so that's what they're trying to do. But then literally after that game, he gets hurt. Setback after setback yeah. after setback. Mm. And my theory is not to be cynical, and I almost hate to say it, but it's the only thing my dumb brain can think of right now is he just doesn't train that hard. And then he gets in matches and tries to play like he's in like he's match fit. That's and then he point. gets hurt. That's a good point. And then he rehabs until he gets to like the benchmark, and then he goes back into training, trains however he trains, yeah, and tries to play yeah, like he's match fit. The cycle, that is yeah. a really good point. That's my theory on it. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's just like he's just injury prone. Like that's because that's just like sometimes that happens. Like yeah. I know for me, like obviously different levels but after i broke my ankle like i never got hurt before i broke my ankle and i broke my ankle and had two surgeries on it and i get hurt like all the time every like couple weeks yeah and they're never like really bad but it's enough for me to like alter your performance yeah to like sit a game or two out Mm -hmm. or like you know take a few weeks off so that's true it could be it could be like he got he had that one like bigger injury and then from that point on it's just like you're just injury not the same yeah Yeah. Yeah. not the same yeah yeah sucks but sometimes that's the way it goes yeah no that's true um anything else i feel like that's a good place to end that's a good place i think we need to go and we need to look into getting another forward yeah, unfortunately, I think that's like, going to be more of a long-term plan. Like, it, I wish it could happen overnight. I know, I know. <laughs> well, we need to start putting our heads yeah, out there. definitely. Mm-hmm. Because, I'm sure they are. And I'm sure they are. They sound yeah. really good at that. But, yeah, I'm, I love Raul, but... Me too, me too. It might be time. to move on. Maybe yeah. he has, like, maybe one more year, I'm going to guess. If we're lucky. If we're if lucky. We're lucky at this he point, might move yeah. on next year himself, so... Yeah. All so. right, cool. Well, um, with that um coming to a conclusion i will um do a quick rundown of fc cincinnati versus portland timbers um i feel like it's only fitting to cover this (laughs) game a little bit after what happened in uh, match week eight um so fc cincinnati two portland timbers one um it was it was a pretty good game it was entertaining Um, it was really entertaining and um i as much as it pains me to say it, I think the Timbers were the better team. Um, since he just a little more clinical in front of the goal. I mean, it happens um, when you have Brandon Vasquez playing yeah, on top. Yeah, and I mean, Cincinnati is like front three or front four, or whatever, front two, like whatever, whatever formation they're in is just it's pretty. Um, it, it's going to scare a lot of teams. Yeah, you, you're looking at their starting eleven, and you're you, as a defender. Um, center back, outside back, whatever. You know you have your work cut out for you. You're going to have to put in a shift. But, um, yeah, so Portland, as I said, were um, maybe the better team, at least on paper. Um, they had 55% of the possession. They had more passes completed and a better accuracy. Uh, but they only managed four shots on goal to Cincinnati six. So that's why I was saying Cincinnati being a little more clinical in front of goal because mm-hmm. they put two of their chances, two of their six chances away. Um and then, uh, even though Cincy came away with the win, it wasn't the most convincing, but their attack created enough chances. And, Michael, as you just alluded to, they just, like, they're attacking, like, you know. Like unmatched. Yeah, it's like a three-headed monster with Acosta, Brenner, and Vasquez. And then there's a couple other guys you could throw in there, too. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of Brenner, he wasn't he available for this play. game yeah, either. He didn't yeah. play. Because um, he's going through some contract negotiation stuff. But, um, yeah, really good attacking play from Cincinnati. And it was in Cincinnati um, in their new stadium that I would consider to be pretty awesome. But we'll get to that We'll later. get to that later, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then another thing that stuck out for me was Portland just kind of struggled um, from the back line. And I think it's mainly because they were missing Zuperich. Is that how you say his last name? I think so, yeah. Zuperich. Um, he was hurt. So uh, Mabiala filled in. Mabiala is not a terrible he's player. He's getting yeah, older, he, yeah. Yep, he's, he's older. So, yeah, the Frenchman, he had a tough time keeping up with the likes of Vasquez and Santos. And also their left um, back, Rasmussen. Yeah. He's getting older as well, so yep. he's not. So, yeah, Portland's uh, Portland's back line definitely exposed. And uh, Cincinnati, 
bounced back from their tough loss last week against uh, St. Louis. Louis when they lost yeah. 5-1. Um, so they'll be happy to get another win in their pocket. Um, but with that, um, unless there's anything you guys want to tack on for that game. Oh, there is one thing I found yeah. interesting with the Timbers, the way Shoot. they played. Because Evander, he plays as like a more of an attacking 8 or a number 10. Yeah. He was playing as a false 9 yep, yep, in I this game. That. Yeah. Which I feel like suited him a lot better. He's starting to click with the Timbers a lot more. Yeah. And I can, I can see them running that type of formation going forward. Yeah. And I think it could be successful for them, but... Definitely gives him, like, the uh, freedom... To do what he wants. Be, yeah, to be as creative as he wants to be, and he's a good enough player to um, be given the keys to do mm-hmm. that and go do, do a good job at it. Uh, okay, quick break. We'll come back and we will just quickly run through the results from the rest of the matches. Yeah. We back. Uh, gonna read through the rest of the results from match week nine. Nine, yeah, we're already yeah, match week nine. Losing track, that's crazy. Uh, so Michael, kick us off, baby. All right, let's get it. All right, first game. Obviously, we talked about this already. Cincinnati won two to one against the Timbers. Philadelphia Union bounced back, won 4-2 against Toronto. New it England, that was a beatdown, it was bad. New England continues their hot run, top of the East now. 2-1 to one against Kansas City, that was expected. Orlando lost to DC United 3-1. And Charlotte got their first win of the season against the Columbus Crew, Let's 1-0. What do you call Charlotte, Max? Clit FC. That's right. All right, I'll pick up uh, where Michael left off. Montreal 2, New York Red Bull 0, NYCFC 3, Dallas 1, Houston 1, Miami 0. Houston hands Miami their sixth loss in a row. Sad. Trouble in paradise. Um, Nashville 1, LAFC 1, Real Salt Lake 3, your San Jose Earthquakes, Michael, 1. That was so sad. (laughs) Colorado won, St. Louis won. That was a really surprising result. And Max, it's all you. And then we did LA Galaxy 2, uh, Austin 0. I thought I got their first win. I know. that Was their, was that their first win? That was their first win. That's yeah. what I thought. That's what I said, too. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Seattle won, Minnesota. Minnesota. Zero. Um, and then uh, it was a crazy game. I didn't get to catch it. Atlanta, Chicago, Atlanta 2. Chicago won. Yeah, Atlanta won on, on an, an own, own goal. goal in like the 99th, 99th minute. minute. It's fucking wild. So, um, yeah, tough days for Chicago. That, That's um, tragic. Okay. This is a fun week in MLS, though. Yeah, it was. It, it topped last week for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The week before was um, depressing and boring <laughs> all at the same time. So, just one more quick break, and then we will break down our top three stadium rankings. What's up, little minions? We're back at the program here. Um, so, <laughs> welcome back to the pod. Um, so, we're we're ranking stadiums up in this bit. Yeah. And uh, each of us is going to go three and explain why. I yeah. think that's good. I'm excited for it. This yeah, is going to be too. good. Um, I, think it's a, I think it's a good thing to do because there's at least, like, one new stadium every year. Because there's always an expansion team. Always, yeah. So. yeah. Obviously, we won't cover every stadium, but right. this will be a good way to like get some knowledge out about a handful of them. I think um, one thing that I, I might have said before, but how I watch my soccer games on MLS is uh, where they're played. I like that's one thing that's really important to the experience, the viewing experience at, at home for myself. Yeah. yeah. So. A lot of my top three, well, all of my top three are based off of simply that and then the architecture of the stadium and just the field and how, you know, uh, a lot of mine, pretty much all mine are soccer specific. Okay. Um, But my number one I already mentioned was uh, Orlando City. I love that stadium. I think it's called Exploria Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it just got renovated. Four or five years ago, when well, Kaka like, was it got there, up, it got updated. Well, no, I meant like when it, came, it reopened. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah when yeah, it just got built, it was new, like 2017. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, when Kaka was there. Um, I just love that stadium so much because it's just like 
the the shape of it there as i think it's grass field mm-hmm. and the um that was i like how they put the support section the standing only i yeah, think terrace yeah and it i mean it just looks it sounds loud it looks really fun being mm-hmm. in that type of weather and environment i just love it that's yeah. the experience yeah and then they had the all-star game there too which is i just cool. watched um today i watched the replay of dc united um, at Orlando. Orlando, and it was at Orlando. Yeah, and yeah the stadium looks really nice. It's and, just legit, um, and it looks loud. That's what I like about it. Is like some of the soccer specific stadiums, like I've been to LAFC, and it, it wasn't as loud as I thought it would be. I mean, it was loud, but it didn't feel. I think it was because of the the architecture. It was like more open, yeah, rather than mm. enclosed. Like, yeah, so like you're not gonna. What year was it that you? Twenty nineteen. I went to the Western Conference Final. Oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. and it it didn't. Yeah. I think it's because where we were sitting. I was like, that could be this it too. Isn't that bad. You know, it was loud, but it wasn't like Timbers loud. Mm. You know, like mm. that's like but, a good. I think it's also hard to beat Timbers Army loud. Yeah. To be honest, no, LAFC's fans are pretty wild. They I mean, are. Not, I'm not saying are, they are. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying the stadium, yeah. the acoustics. Yeah, right, um, right, right. That so that was my number thing. one. And then... Um, Sh- wait, should we each do our number one? Or do you just want to list all three and then we can go I don't on? I really know. What do you guys... Let me just list our own. All three? Yeah. yeah okay, keep going. Then. So Sorry. another one Sorry. for me was BMO Field. Not stadium. Not stadium. <laughs> so Toronto. Toronto. Uh, <laughs> that one is so sick. Like, that one is like... When we played them against in MLS Cup, yeah, 2016, 2017, more specifically, oh, okay, okay, it just like that sh- that place blew the roof off, and that was yeah. before their renovations. Like I think they had more renovations, and now it looks really cool because of the like it's like a weird. You gotta look at it. It's it's mm-hmm. so hard to explain. Like one of the ends, there's like this weird. It's not a roof. It's like I a, know what you're talking about. It's mm-hmm. weird. Uh, Dallas kind of has yeah. The Dallas same has theme. the same thing. Yeah. It almost looks like a um, like a frame. Yeah, it looks like um, it looks like a cover to like a concert stage. It looks That's really cool. Looks like I think it looks yeah. sick. Yeah. I mean, it it makes a because I like the stadiums that are more intimate that way. It makes it more intimate. I hate open stadiums like Dallas can fuck off, yeah. and Inter Miami also can fuck <laughs> um, off. Such <laughs> trash fields, and like it just makes it feel more like. Yeah. You're in the Premier League. Yeah. Right? Or right. like in typical soccer. You're, pa- you're like packed in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but that place rocks like in terms of volume. Like it is, I feel like it's really loud there mm-hmm. with those fans. Mm-hmm. So and they do the smoke there sometimes and it looks so fucking sick. Yeah. That Orlando does that too, I think. Yep, yep. Um so that's my second and then my third was um Allianz Stadium? Mm. Field, field arena minnesota, what is it minnesota minnesota, minnesota. <laughs> um it's uh they had the all-star game there it's just like all three oh the other two i was yeah, talking about like yeah. how it's very intimate very it seems very loud but like just i've seen it in person that stadium looks so fucking cool yeah, and um, they sell out every game too, which is I amazing. feel like they do. Allianz was my honorable mention. Yeah, I mean it's just like such a nice they have that like brew hall and yeah that I, looks awesome that looks sick I would go just for I would that. Like, totally everything go. about it is just like fantastic yeah I know I love it I think they did an excellent job and, and the, the wonder wall the wonder wall I mean I feel weird about it but I think it I think it's starting to grow on me a little more but I mean they've been doing it since before they joined MLS yeah. so they've been doing it I didn't since know that 2011 yeah, yeah. so well, if I can say one thing mm, about the wonder yeah. wall so like a lot of the um, newer soccer specific stadiums in MLS the supporters section is standing room only. Like, there's no seats. I love that shit. And there's, like... So, if you kind of... Uh, some background, I guess, is that um, in England and a lot of other countries in Europe, I guess I'll just say, um, like, supporters sections or m- more than supporters sections, a lot of sections in stadiums are standing room only. But then there was a lot of like disasters where there was like crowd rushes and people getting trampled and dying. Mm-hmm. Um, the most famous would Hillsborough. be Hillsborough. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they kind of did away with that, but it's kind of coming back now because there's um, data and science behind it that says like, okay, if you if you keep the decline to like this amount, it's still like safe. I love that. So I was reading about Allianz mm-hmm. and they they took their decline to like the 
last possible like sentiment. Oh, that's like, fucking they cool. made it. They made it as like steep as you like legally can. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. So that I thought that. So that's why it looks cool. like that. Just a massive wall. Well, that is yeah. so cool. Yeah. Oh my god! I need to so go. much thought went into that's, that. Yeah. The one thing with these stadiums is I've always wanted to do this. If I were in the area during a game, I would try to go in with the oh, supporter yeah. section. Yeah, that'd be so awesome. I've never done that outside of the timbers and the sounders mm-hmm. away day podcast anyone yeah yeah away day? <laughs> that'd be fun oh that would be fun team be, trip yeah go to la la uh bank anyways yeah no it's it's a good i like that stadium i do yeah honorable mentions or uh, ohio had the best stadiums i don't get it Loki. I think Both of them are yeah. excellent. I looked at Columbus's and yeah, I like that square. Yeah, yeah, it looks so that sick. Caught my eye yeah, and then um, my uh, my surprise is Casey's. I really like that. that classic. Stadium. It's just a classic yeah. soccer specific stadium. Yeah, that's been around forever. Looks really nice. It does. Yeah. So those are mine. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's Solid. a good list. Mm-hmm. What about you, Michael? So your turn. Or right. I'll I'll go. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna do a little different. I'm gonna go. Th- uh, starting with three, two, then one. Okay. Um, for number three, you guys are gonna hate me for this. Don't show me. Providence Park. Oh, you already said that. I did. If I've actually I've mentioned you're this. Basing it purely off of atmosphere, I'm not gonna. I'm yeah. not gonna be mad at that. It's not bad. It's, I'm basing it off that. So mo- all my picks are based off the atmosphere that the fans bring, and obviously Timbers Army they bring it every single fucking match. Yeah. Their fans in general, not just the army, they're all insane. Pretty, I yeah. love it. They, like I hate passionate. to admit it, yeah, but also the fact that it's in the city—that's what gets me. Like a lot of these like bigger like cities, like Chicago, even like LA Galaxy, their teams don't play in the actual city itself; they play outside of it. Okay, let me counter that really quick. Little Portland's little. a small city. It is, so it's like easier to do. Those cities, those other cities that you just—they are bigger. I, they're bigger, so it'd be hard to cram a stadium down there and parking, um, and new streets and stuff. Yeah. So, but I do agree that like that Providence Park being in the city it has a certain extra, feel to it, yeah. yeah. Adds, Especially when it's on Burnside, extra vibe points. And the big thing for me, like it's soccer specific, the only it, the atmosphere. But then the only downside to it is that it's turf. Yeah, it's not actual grass; it is turf, which is, everyone has their opinions on it. Yeah. I have my own. Obviously, you guys do too. But mm-hmm. that is my number three. Yeah, nice. I, I, I every time, I anytime I talk to someone who's not in has a bit of a game, I'm like, you should go to a Timbers game. It is an experience, and then is, you yeah. should go to a Sounders game. It's a completely different experience, and it's yeah. not like the same. Like both are great experiences in their own. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Sure, so that's a good point. Uh, for number two, it's going to be Q2 Stadium. Yeah, Austin, Austin. FC plays there. Yeah, that was I was gonna put that there too. They sell every single game. Mm-hmm. They're a bit smaller. They only have like twenty two thousand mm-hmm. seats, but That's the a fans, lot of the, newer ones. the fans bring it mm-hmm. every time. Like if the they travel well too, they travel yeah. really well too. The <laughs> big kinda, thing for me, like a little LAFC, mm-hmm. a little bit. Whenever they score the goals and the whole stadium goes black, like That's the green cool. lights. It's I remember so that. Sick. That's so fucking dope. Though, it gets me yeah. every single time. I yeah. I watch their games specifically just so I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, no, that, it's, that, it's a little thing. Pretty dope. I remember when they first had their like home game and they beat the shit out of the Timbers and they just kept doing the mm-hmm. the, the light show. Light show, yeah. What also makes me love that one as well is it reminds me of uh, EFL team stadiums, like from the championship level down. Like it's smaller, it's intimate, and the yeah. fans, the entire stadium brings it. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, my last one, number one. I'm gonna botch this, so I'm sorry. Uh, Geodis Park. Yeah. Nashville. I don't know Nashville how to say plays it. there. It looks that no, looks that right. one, That's the one. biggest soccer it's, specific stadium. It is uh, thirty thousand seater. Yeah. They almost they close to sell. They get about twenty eight thousand people every single game. That the one thirty thousand. I've, I've heard Nashville's just like a good good city to visit. Oh, dude, but just I in general, totally just for the food at that totally point. I heard their nightlife is so yeah, fun. That's what I've heard too. Yeah, I I'd would go. totally go. go. Oh, one thousand percent. For me, that, like the Nashville. There you go. Hey, there we go. Good shit. That'd be fun. Yeah, get some barbecue. Oof, don't yeah. get me started. Yeah. Uh, the Nashville fans, I feel like they're a different breed. I didn't expect much when they came into is the, the league. Is Jesus like, Christ still there? Or it, no, is it Moses? It's <laughs> Moses. It's, it's Mo- Moses. I think it's, I think it's still there. The guy, he's like, he dresses as Moses, and he's point. like, just awesome. Yeah, 
parts it's of the Red Seas. Another soccer-specific soccer stadium. It yeah. is a grass field. Mm-hmm. This one, though, reminds me more of like a Bundesliga-type stadium, where they have this, the same thing that you were saying earlier. They have the standing room only. Mm-hmm. It's just the vibes that they bring every single game. Yeah. I love it. All right. Cool. For me, the honorable mention, though, was also City Park, where St. Louis plays. Yeah. Same thing. Oh, yeah. Very small, very intimate. It's the fans new, are I mean. insane. Yeah. For being brand new to the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind that, of a that, cool location, too. That entire team, in general, just blow my expectations out of the way. Oh, absolutely. They're kind of like an anomaly. It's weird. <laughs> like, Nothing makes sense. Yeah. It really doesn't. Um, they approached it like Cincinnati, but they're playing like But they're LAFC doing it better. Atlanta. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Um, all right. I guess that brings it to me. So I'm going to do it different than both you guys. Mine is in no Ooh. particular order, because I just... I feel like it'd be unfair of me to rank them because I've only I've only been to one on my list. Um, I've been to multiple MLS stadiums, but only one made it to my list. Um, so I'll just start off with um, FC Cincinnati's home TQL Stadium, uh, twenty five thousand seater, which is like on the larger side for those newer um, soccer specific stadiums. Mm-hmm. It's hosted the U.S. men's national team yeah. at least once already. Mm-hmm. Probably more. Um, and then it also, fun fact, it won the best venue of 2022 at the World Football Summit in Madrid. Wait, really? Um, yeah. Really? That's, how the fool really against fun who? Fact. Who against who? I don't know, but they won. That's they beat weird. out the yellow wall at Dortmund? Yeah. No, Nothing makes sense. Is I, that like small category? It could have been. It could have been. It was kind of like a broad statement. I mean, that's still like, kind I of literally telling, just, though. Like, quoted the article. Um, yeah. Okay. And I think it has a lot to do with um, just it being very new, and then also the supporters are pretty good. The supporters yeah. are called the Baileys. That's cool. Um, and they also have a standing room section. What's um, a With the, I'm not sure. Hell if I know. <laughs> I think it's like an Irish thing. Coffee. Well, Bailey's, yeah. I mean, that's that's close enough. That's close what, enough. That's where my brain went. So I was like, it must be an Irish thing. I don't know. Yeah, there must be a lot of uh, Irish descendants in Cincinnati. But um, they also have a standing room section with, um, also like Minnesota, the steepest permissible slope, um, and it's on the north end of the stadium. Um, and then another thing that I factored in when ranking mine was um, external design. Um, so this one, um, it's got this really cool, like aluminum, they look like fins and Mm -hmm. there's 500 of them and they're all different. Like they're all customized differently. Mm. Um, and there's a lighting system underneath it. So at night, like it makes for a really cool glow. Yeah. Really cool glow. Almost like a light show on the outside. Um, and so the light like leaks through the aluminum like fins and just, yeah, look, uh, looking at pictures, it looked pretty cool. Um, so yeah, that's my first one that I wanted to talk about. Next is BMO stadium. So LA, the home of LAFC, uh, it's a 22,000 seater. Um, I just, I picked this one purely based on like their crowd and yeah. like, how fucking rowdy those guys are and I don't like the beer throwing. That shit gets old really fast. Um, but still, they're they're still rowdy. They sing the whole game. Most games, they dance the whole time. Like, it's an advantage. They're always for in, them. They're always in motion. LAFC um, has yeah, an advantage. They definitely got have oh, a huge percent. home field advantage. Um, and then also the area that it's in. Um, despite it not being in the city, the area that it's Next in is pretty cool. It's really close to USC, and then also. Um, the George Lucas Museum of Narrative Art is being built like really close to yeah. it. Yeah, um, so that whole like complex weird, is. It's a be kind of a cool, cool area. It's it's like yeah, you've been. Yeah, you kind of like yeah. drive by it, and it's like on the side of the highway, right before the city. Yeah. But it, I mean, it looks good. It doesn't yeah. look bad. And but I'll tell you what, though, it is in a little bit of a rough part of the city. Um, I've I mean, had my experiences there, yeah. and it's just, but it's it's right in the same I think it's is it USC Stadium? Yeah. It's right next to it. Yep. It's yeah. very it's kind of convenient. But it's um, really cool around there there's like a lot of cool little yeah. like places you can eat. Yeah, it's, like it's not like a lot but it's around. It's growing and once that museum that George it's Lucas built, Museum be, gets yeah. in there that 
that's going to completely it's transform that area. It's a very clean stadium, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've heard the food there is really good, like the food options. Yeah, yeah. it's decently priced really compared to the rest of the league. That's surprising, um, considering it's in L.A. But, yeah. Um, yeah, again, the crowd is just amazing. It's only 22,000 seater, yeah, it's but not... it feels... It, it, it's kind of small, it, though. It looks like it feels like 40. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 22,000, I mean, that's not much at all. You go by it, and it's like, this is a beautiful stadium, but it's, it's not as big as you think. No, yeah. It's very... It's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You you need to go to when the game, though. It's re- it is a good experience. When I looked experience. up the capacity, I was surprised it was that low. Yeah. Um, and then uh, my last one is it's got to be Lumen. Um, yeah, it's, I'm glad you did that. It's where I've seen the most games. It's it's not soccer specific, so it holds sixty eight thousand, which comes in handy when you're playing a Champions League final, when you're playing yep. an MLS yep. Cup final, yep. um, when they host U.S. Men's and National Team games, um, and I've seen those types of games there too um but yeah for me like i guess if i had to rank them this one would definitely be my number one um mainly for like sentimental value yeah, that makes um, sense a lot of memories there saw my first u.s men's national team game there right after the 2002 world cup um i saw sounders win 2019 mls cup there um i've seen manchester united play there which is my favorite European team. And then uh, one quick tidbit I want to throw in there is, Max, you might have to remind me on the year that we went on the field before the game. 2017. So uh, Max is a season ticket holder, got invited to be so a part of cool. the, some of the pregame festivities, like on the field, um, when they're so introducing dope. the players and yeah. stuff. And so somehow mm-hmm. – we had a pretty good squad that day. It was me, you, Mo, Mo Mikey. and Mikey. Mm. And we all were holding one of the banners on the field before the game. That's so sick. It was awesome. But it was cool because you could to... see the ECS yeah, with you the could... TIFO. Yeah, you could see the TIFO. And that was the TIFO with the, I think it was the, the stained glass one. Yeah, I think you're right. That um, was really cool to see yeah. from our side. And there was like some down because they made us like practice like walking everything <laughs> out but there was some downtime before we started practicing and so we just kind of got to roam around the field i facetimed my dad was like, <laughs> like look where i'm at i'm on the pitch i'm on the pitch um so that was really cool but yeah um those are my top three um i like it lumen definitely number one for the other two it could go either way and then my honorable honorable mention was allianz um in minnesota Minnesota. It's new. That that beer house looks pretty awesome. <laughs> Minnesota. Um, That's what t- takes the cake for you. It's a beer house. <laughs> yeah, that and like the um, the standing room only. Yeah. For the um, supporter section, I I I kind of am wondering if uh, they could implement that into Providence or if it would be like it might be too much. Like they might not be able to make it um, like flat enough. I don't think they'd be able to. Yeah, it might be too steep. Well, so they're not allowed to build any more off of it because the city won't allow them to. Yeah. Um, What is this? Providence. Providence. Sorry, I was not listening. But yeah, that's that's my top three. I like Um, that we all had different ones. Yeah, me too. I thought I I thought there'd be some overlap. Yeah. Yeah, there were all different ones. I'm glad that you said uh, Lumen. Yeah. Because Lumen, I it's hard. I I think I'm coming from a standpoint from okay, we don't see these stadiums often. Yeah. But Lumen is a very good field. It's beautiful. Alrighty, that does it for Match Week 9 stadium rankings. Thanks for listening. A bunch of mumbo-jumbo. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I definitely did with the stadium rankings. That That was was awesome. Um, And before we go, just want to kick it over to Max. Max wants to give a shout-out. Yeah, shout-out to... uh, I was in Bend... Oregon, Oregon, a couple of weeks <laughs> ago, during the the Timber Sounders game, and I watched the game at um, it's called Deschutes Yacht Club. So that's like they're not part of ECS yet. They're but it's getting a Sounders there. supporters. Yes, group yeah, in, and there, you have to have a certain. There's a certain regulation or like standard you have to meet to become a subdivision of ECS. Gotcha. Um, something like. 20 people i don't know yeah but um they have a good little instagram but they have showings in bend it's really cool to see sounders fans in bend in the middle of nowhere you know 
Yeah. Like, you're just like, what the fuck? I didn't know there were Sounders fans here. <laughs> in this um, And uh, we watched the games at Midtown Yacht Club. Nice. Brewing or something. That's cool. Yeah, it's it was it was a really good experience. Next Everyone's, time I'm in Bend, I'm definitely if yeah. I'm there when there's a game. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna. You go should. And it's watch a there. lot of nice people. It was a fun experience. Um, even though the Timbers won, um, it was still really fun. Yeah, we like. I brought the heads. It was a good time. Oh but, god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got a picture. I have it somewhere. It's pretty cool. But nice. And the cool thing is, there's not a lot of Timbers fans there. I don't think because it's bad. No, there's some. yeah, there's there's probably there has solid. to be it's not as bad as here yeah. though. I mean, well, we live in Portland. Yeah, so. I know. You, it's just it's different. <laughs> you know, I'm not used to that. This so. fucking guy. This fucking guy. <laughs> this fucking guy. Yeah, but shout them out. They're they'll uh, go follow them on Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah, what's well, what's their, what Instagram their Instagram? At? Uh, I think it's Deschutes Yacht Club. Yep. Just at Deschutes Yacht Club. Just look for it, and then it's like a different username. Yeah. So if you're in Central Oregon or in more specifically Bend. Um, that's that's and you want to watch Sounders? That's, that's the place group. to go. Yeah, that's the group to get yeah. in touch with. Um, my closing notes from you: anything you're looking forward to for Match Week Ten in MLS? Nothing in particular. Obviously, yeah. I'm looking forward to Sounders games every single week. But yeah, of course. I, I hope c- I hope this next week lives up to Week Nine. To be yeah, honest. I looked at the slate of games earlier, and I, I I was hoping for some matchups that would you know catch Entice my you. eye. <laughs> yeah, but. None of them really stood out to me. I'm sure there will be one that, um, as time gets closer, I'll I'll decide will be a yeah. good one to watch. Orlando but... LA Galaxy will look looks like a good game. That could be fun. That could be yeah. fun. It depends which team is actually comes out. And then KC yeah. Montreal, I think, is a good one. Even though those are two They're very both... bad teams, those I want are, KC those, to get their first win. Those games win. are fun. The shit teams are always fun. They are. And, and the when they're evenly matched. Though. When oh, they're the evenly matched. The quality is horrible. I want KC to get the Everything first is win. on the line. Yeah. They still haven't won what, a game. No, there's nothing on the line. They're not going to get relegated. <laughs> Wooden spoons on the line, okay? It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, KC hasn't even got a, a win yet. I feel so bad. They should get relegated. Yeah. It's just some, just some for the this USL. one time. Yeah, just because they're so bad. Yeah. What's the guy's name on Twitter? The KC oh, it's fan? Kevin something. Kevin Cho. Kevin not uh, Kevin not. Cho. Yes, Cabicho or something. Yeah, that guy's He's hilarious. so fucking funny. Yeah, I feel so bad for him. He's in a deep <laughs> depression state right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to get him. We can't, I don't know how we get him out. Get him on the pod. Get him. I know we got to get him on the pod. Um. All right. Cool. Well, I think it was a good episode, and we will see you guys next week. <laughs> Max, sign us off. Um, uh, okay, um, uh, <laughs> bye, <laughs> wait, wait, brother, break, please, brothers, signing out. <laughs> 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 <laughs>